LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. An LDG desktop tuner works automatically with nearly any station and up to 1,000 watts. LDG power tuners are ideal for portable and mobile use as they consume almost no current and can be powered by internal batteries that last up to a year. LDG tuners are backed by our two-year, fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. K0STH coming to you just north of the city of St. Louis where it is beautiful this week. Uh, summertime just clicks on here. We go from rainy, 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 rainy spring, quote, unquote, to the 90s, just like that. And that's how spring seems to work at the moment. But uh, it is a, a pleasant week, and I hope you're enjoying yourself as well. This is another 30-day review. This is where our friends who have 100-watt IDs have been put into a lottery. And as we're doing this, their name comes up to review certain products. So if you go to 100wattsandawire.com and go over to the 100-watt ID tab, register, everything is free. And uh, in a few days, you'll be sequentially issued an ID, a number. And with that, when we do things like these reviews, you can use that and it sort of gets you in and then you can participate. Once you're in, you're in. And we may do different things like this uh, as we go. This will be, uh, we're going to be doing 12, 12 of these reviews. And then we'll, we'll reevaluate and see where we go from there. And on this review, we're going to be studying the Alinko DR06TA. You're saying, see, child, what, what, what is that? Alinko, what, what, what is that? Well, this is a six meter FM mobile, or as my friends on 75 meter phone might say, mobile. You maybe even you say it. I don't know. It's all good. Tomato, tomato. What's well, a transceiver that you can put in your mobile? And it retails for $249.95. To date, this is the most expensive review that the show has put out. And uh, we've got three fellows here to go through a list of criteria from the packaging, the manual, is it easy to use and program, look at the bench test performance, did they make any contacts with it, what's the form factor, the pros and cons, and then we'll finish off this thing with a an overall rating, either like a 5.5 five to a 5.9, and we'll see what the fellas think. And uh, joining us, your peers in this cohort, Eric, November Zero, Yankee Echo Tango. Tango. Oh, here he comes. Here He's he comes. in there. He's in there. See? Oh, there. We're looping through. Hold on, Eric. Don is Kilo Charlie Zero, Delta Whiskey Zulu, and Ken is Kilo Echo 8 Hotel Zulu. Zulu. And these guys spent 30 days with this product. And because of their kindness to serve the community, they give the review and they get to keep it, do whatever they want, put it on a ham fest table, run over it in the parking lot if they uh, choose to do so. Let's find out if uh, it's something that you would be interested in because I don't want to spend your money for you. 
We'll let them decide uh, if they liked it, and you can go from there. Okay, Eric, we're going to start off with the packaging. When it showed up at your house, what did you think? Honestly, it was a lot heavier than I thought it'd be. Um, I remember Olenko on the day being plasticky, cheap, lightweight, junk, <laughs> kind of, sort of. Uh, this surprised me. It really did. Um, opened the box, and it was packaged um, just like it reminds me of, like, the Yesus and some of the Kenwoods that I've purchased. Um, everything was packaged real well, and they're real tight uh, in plastic wrap, and, you know, so it wouldn't get scratched up. Um, the microphone and the power cables were separated so that they weren't all together in one place. So very, uh, very well packaged. Okay. Don, same question. Uh, Kilo Charlie Zero Delta Whiskey Zulu. You may recognize the call sign because he is a Sunday evening uh, net control operator for 100 watts and a wire. And I knew, Don, when we were talking early on that uh, you hadn't done this sort of six-meter mobile before, and I didn't ask Eric, but I'll get around to do it, and I haven't either. So it's an interesting brand-new thing for you. What did you think when it, when it came to the door? Uh, I was actually pretty impressed with the packaging. Uh, as Eric stated, everything was separated in their own bag. They had packing peanuts between the two uh, boxes, the inner container from Olenko and the outer one. But overall, I was very satisfied with it, and uh, it was very appealing when it came out of the box. Okay, it sounds like this feels like it. it's a real radio, like it's a real boy, like Pinocchio, like that's the kind of thing. I think when you think of certain products, you think, well, you know, like Eric mentioned, I don't know, this is kind of, uh, might be kind of crappy. I don't know. It does retail for $249.95. You can get it at HRO if you're interested in that. And you could probably get it at wherever you like uh, to get radios. If you're interested in like that six meter uh, mobile setup, uh, Ken, same situation. Uh, we are get we are picky us hams. I, I got to tell you, when when I get something in the mail, I want to see how it's boxed up and how it's treated, packaged. If it's something that, um, you know, if they care for the packaging, in other words, I feel like maybe they've put extra care into uh, into their business. What did you think? The packaging was great. Um, didn't have any problems with it. Just like they said, everything was separated. Um, it came in a box inside of another box. And of course it's got everybody's favorite packing peanuts in, I the, hate those peanuts. in, in the box, but, um, but no, it came in fine. Nothing was damaged. Um, uh, like, like they said, everything was, was packaged in its own bags and stuff. Everything was separate. Although I was a little puzzled when I first opened it up and I found this strange wire with two, uh, like eighth inch headphone jacks, a male and a female, and then another wire with a male headphone and a little loop of wire on it and i had to go through the manual to figure out what that was but i'll, I'll leave a little suspense hanging on what that is there until a bit later. it's a cliffhanger there's a there's an expert right there for you all right there's the packaging it seems like um we can we can count that as a uh, well done in terms of you know having it sent out uh, to the consumer it's a it's an important thing for me people like to have to see things double box i'm not a peanut guy i remember they were making the um the kind that you could get wet and they'd go back into the earth. And I thought, well, that's good. But most of them I end up getting uh, are the ones that I can't, you can't get them. They get sticky. They're static in between your hands. They're flying all about. It's, it's, it's one of those things. So I've never been a big peanut guy, but they must work because the people still do it. 
Okay, our 30 day review of the Alinko DR06TA. Alinko DR06TA continues with the manual. We know people get, you know, manual, there are many hams. And manual, I don't know about that. And they throw it in the back seat or wherever it is they need to go. And then guys like me who are a little bit less technical, uh, we kind of lean on that just a little bit, especially when it comes to programming, which we'll get to here in just a little bit. But let's see how they did with the manual, if it's enough uh, information. Let's start off with Eric. What do you think? Uh, the manual, you get a full-page, 52-page manual. Um, I didn't see any grammatical errors. I was expecting, you know, like what you, when you get something off of eBay or somewhere like that, you know, uh, please this do or something. And said, but no, everything was great and easy to understand. Uh, even has schematics in there, uh, the warranty card, all that. Very, very well written. Covered everything I needed to know, uh, programming wise and everything, and uh, very clear instructions. No, no surprises. No, uh, do this, do that, and then you got to figure it out on your own. So I, I was impressed with the manual. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, Don, uh, Kilo Charlie Zero Delta Whiskey Zulu. In terms of the manual, I know that you've got uh, you've got a big brain. I know that just by knowing you enough, it's a big brain. I don't know what's going on in there, but uh, it's a big brain. You don't want to know. I, I don't want to go in there, and you, you don't want to come in here no. either. It's it's bare. It's terrible. But you know, in terms of a manual, are you a guy that refers to the manual? Are you a stickler for your manuals? Yeah. So being an engineer, I always think I know what's going on, right? So I tend to do it intuitively at first until I get stuck. Then I'll open up the manual. So uh, that said, I agree with what Eric said. It was a full-size, uh, thick, well-written. In fact, I got to say this carefully, but I think it was written by somebody who has English as their first language. Uh, I didn't see any grammatical things or anything. There was one typo. It, oh. There was an errata sheet that called it out. And it was something that you would probably get uh, get you sent to Sherry's office. Oh. Uh, it was referring to the function button, which is tr tr uh, truncated or shortened to F-U-N-C. Oh, oh. Uh, let's just say they transposed two of the letters in one location, and it. I did get a chuckle out. Wow! Of it. Wow, that's a huge. Yeah. That, that would get you fired at a lot of places. That's it. That... Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and as Eric said, the schematics were there, which were pretty cool. I thought it was easy to follow. It covers everything you need to know, except it didn't seem to cover anything regarding interfacing to computers. So, which I didn't even try. Okay. Oh, it all it tried to teach you about the birds and the bees, but uh, you yeah, didn't want to. Exactly. You didn't want to listen. But hey, that's I funny. I didn't want to go there. That's funny. Uh, Ken, Kilo Echo 8, Hotel Zulu, Zulu. Let's talk about the manual a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you're like me or not. I, I kind of rely on them. I like a physical uh, manual that I can take out with me or put it in a, in a go bag. I just kind of feel better that if I have it. I can flip through it if I need it. And I also like the online manual option, too, in case I, I, I know I can almost always get to a computer. Uh, where do you fall somewhere in your manuals? You, you toss them away or do you really lean on them? I'm kind of in the middle. I'm kind of like Don. I, I like to um, try to see if I can figure things out on my own. And then when I get stuck, then I go for the manual. Mm -hmm. So I like to keep it fairly close within arm's reach um, because I forget a lot of times. Like, oh, I may read it once to 
to figure out how to do an offset or or set a CTSS tone or something like that. And then the next time I have to go do it, I'll forget and I'll have to grab it again. But um, but yeah, look, thumbing through the manual and looking through it and the stuff that I read, most of it was was pretty good. Um, and I would say the same thing. It was it was it seems like it feels like it was written by somebody who who under had a well you know had a good understanding of the the English language. So I won't uh, I won't argue with it at all. There was a couple things that I noticed, um, but we can get to that in the cons, or I can get to that now if you'd like. But there was a couple things I noticed that I didn't like about it. Um, so I can go either way, whatever you want. Well, you can we can bring it back up in the pros and cons if it fits in the manual. Let's go ahead and say it now. That's fine. Go ahead. Well, there was a there was a couple things um, like some of the menus, uh, the, the menu abbreviations on the the actual menu of the radio are not necessarily intuitive as to what they are. So um, going through the manual, trying to find it, the the abbreviation wasn't in the description or, or in the in the title. So as I'm trying to look for a certain function through the menu, I couldn't find it. And it took mm -hmm. me some work to try to figure that out, what it was. Okay, yeah, that can be frustrating. I wonder if they have any online support. That's another thing. I don't really get into that here. And some of them, some of these products have really great support. Uh, and you can go online. I mean, who wants to do all that? But when you get stuck, and at this price point for 250 bucks for, you know, a six meter FM mobile uh, transceiver, you know, sometimes they have really good, I think we did software one one time for logging, and they had this great support system through you know, social media, they had their own sort of way that you can get information. Uh, maybe other radios should do that. But those those kind of support groups where they have those groups may be a good um, option uh, for some of those. But we'll get to pro, pros and cons a little bit later, and the guys can uh, fill you in on all that stuff. Okay, so 30 Days continues now with the Alinko DR06TA. It is a 6-meter FM mobile transceiver. I've never worked 6 meters. I'm not even sure I have a 6-meter contact, to be honest with you. I, I have no idea. I think I've listened, and I may have tried, but I think I, I have not. And certainly not mobile. I don't even know about the antennas. There's so much to learn in this great hobby of ours. Let's move now to the ease of use. Let's find out. We heard a little bit from the manual, a little bit there. Ken told us about it. It was a little, you know, I don't know. He couldn't figure some things out based on what was given to him in the manual. Let's see how easy it is to use or not easy. Uh, Eric, come and tell us. Um, I would say ease of use, it's pretty much the same as any other radio as far as um, you know your menu system you've got to poke a button to get to the other menu or something like that uh, the one thing I really liked about this uh, radio um, the microphone is just awesome it uh, as far as it has for instance it has a button on it for monitoring and instead of reaching down hitting squelch or hitting a button and then adjusting the squelch level and all that if all you want to do is open squelch and listen you hit this button and you can you're monitoring you're it's like breaking squelch wide open so that was nice uh you don't have to keep bending down looking at the radio um going back and forth between vfo and memory and all that it was it's buttons right there it's real easy to do um programming it you it would have been nice to have a little bit more options on the microphone instead of down on the radio turning the dial doing all that 
but you could get to the menu options. It has the up down arrows on the microphone. It's just really easy to to step through things. Um, it's a little more difficult as far as programming it, getting into the radio to do the alphanumeric, for instance, and things like that. But uh, uh, other than that, it was I, I really enjoyed the uh, monitor function on the mic. That was probably my favorite feature. Okay. Don, I noticed that that microphone that Eric talks about is it's almost as large as the radio itself. It looks like there's a lot going on there. And uh, I don't know. It's not quite that big, but. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But, I mean, it's I mean, it's not as deep, of course. But, it, you know, it is a sizable, and I, I guess that's good. It'll come up later when we talk about that kind of form factor. But there seems to be a lot of information happening on that um, microphone itself. How easy was it for you to use? Was it where? Where do you fall on that? You know, I'll say it was pretty typical uh, compared to my Woshun or Ocean uh, VHF quadband radio, which also has six meters, and I've never used that either. Um, it was it was pretty straightforward and uh, easy to, easy to use, and uh, you know, I didn't have any complaints about it. It I threw power pole connectors on it as soon as I got it, so I could use it either in the shack or in a cigarette lighter in the car, and which is where I ended up using it finally. And uh, I, I'd say for a typical VHF radio, it's what you would expect. What kind of antenna did you end up using? So I have a quad band uh, Comet for the mobile, which is on a mag mount. And then I also tried my NFED, uh, and I'll get into a little bit about okay. who I talked to and et cetera, or tried to talk to. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll take a look at the bench test here in just a little bit. Yep. Uh, Ken, in terms of uh, ease of use there, did you do a lot of programming by the radio, or did you do it from the uh, the the microphone, I guess, with a lot of buttons on it? Uh, I did a little bit of both. Um, I did program two repeaters in, and that really wasn't a big deal to, to get those in. And I just left the um, the frequencies up. I didn't bother trying to program any kind of uh, names or anything like that on there. Um, the one thing I did notice right away was I tried to go to the the calling frequency, and even trying to punch it in on the mic, it wouldn't go in. So I had to uh, go through the menus and find the step and change the step because the step was just too wide. It wouldn't let me hit the um, the, the five that I needed. So I, I changed that, and after that, it was it was a piece of cake. Um, yeah, and it is. It's exactly what I would have expected. I have an, an Elenco two-meter radio, so it's it's a very similar um, to the way they operate okay. between the two radios. So they keep that kind of ecosystem, if you're familiar with that. That's good. That's I like that among radio makers. That's good. That's good. That makes sense. All right, we're going to move into the uh, next section here, which is the bench test. This is when we do a little bit, bit of uh, A-B, maybe you... Uh, Compare it to another radio if you have something for six meters. Take a look at different antennas and how it performed. Uh, Eric, what did you think? I had, I, I hooked it up. I have a tri-band uh, beam that I put a six-meter element on at the house on my tower. And I tried, I have a, a, two other radios with six meters in them. And I hooked all three of these up and tested between them on that antenna. And the people I spoke with said they could not tell the difference audio quality-wise. Uh, one of them I have a 
desk mic or a, on a boom. Um, and uh, they could not do, tell the difference, they said. The hand mic, they could tell when I was using the hand mic on the other two radios, but the quality between them sounded the same. Um, it it does really well with, uh, I, I like he did, I put power poles on it right away, uh, made it easier to connect them. Um, it's just a solid radio. It's got a really good heat sink. Um, I thought it was mil spec at first, and then I looked at the bottom and it has a plastic plate on it. So it's not mil spec, but it is uh, very sturdy and very heavy, uh, really large heat sink that heats up. So uh, antenna wise, I put it on a six meter ham stick when I was mobile and uh, same thing with the other radios. Um, and the receive uh, sound about the same. Uh, I could not tell the difference in like strength from the beacons that I tested or the repeaters. One didn't pick up better than the other. So I'd say they're pretty much equal to the rest of the radios I had. Okay. Don, did this thing Don, come did... with all the, um, the mounting brackets and all that sort of stuff? It's, it positions itself as a mobile radio. Did it give you everything that you would need for an install? It, it did if I was interested in installing it, which I did not do. Um, but like, um, Eric said, it, it's easy to use. It, it was fine. My issue was more where I'm located, I guess. It appears in the state of Minnesota, there's only two or three active six meter repeaters and they're all over a hundred miles from me. Oh man. So I drove to work 20 miles every day for two weeks straight with the mount, uh, mag mount antenna and the radio on the seat next to me and i'm listening and i'm calling and i was trying to you know just scanning through frequencies i was trying the uh national call channel or frequency never had a thing mm -hmm. i scheduled a qso with uh, a member of one of the clubs around here and he's 20 miles from me we got on the air uh on the calling frequency he was on his uh, base station couldn't hear him couldn't he couldn't hear me from here or vice versa I had to drive to St. Paul. I was six and a half miles from his home before he finally heard me and we could actually have an intelligible QSO. That's not a function of the radio. It's just the city of St. Paul was in between us and he's in a low-lying area. So I then tried one with one of our 100-watt members, uh, Shane, over in Hugo, which is about six miles from me. And we tried it both on the mobile and um, with my NFED couldn't work now the, i will also say we tried we both have 7300s feeding end feds and we couldn't talk on the 7300s either so you know maybe it's the end feds weren't really amenable to six meters so my only disappointment was i didn't really get the chance get, get a chance to test the radio thoroughly give it a shakedown um and that's that's just a function of that band and where i am that's frustrating. Okay, well, that does make sense. But, yeah, that must be frustrating for you a little bit there. Ken, well, I wish I, I could have given a better review. <laughs> well, I mean, you tried it. You tried it. You know, I, 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 I don't even think I've made a six-meter contact, which is, uh, I don't know, it's just wacky. I guess I'm just not there. I spend more time in other places, I guess. But um, but that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Ken, in, uh, 
looking at a bench test, were you able to put this up against anything else or put a different antenna or anything like that in terms of uh, putting it on a bench? Well, that's the only place I used it was here in the shack. Um, I don't have a mobile six meter antenna, so I just I just used it here. Um, the antenna I did use with it was the um, GP15 uh, that I have for, for two meters and 70 centimeters. So I was using that, and when I put that antenna up, I did um, make it centered about in the middle of the band so it would cover the repeater portion. So it was tuned very well, and yes, I did. I put it up against um, I put it up against my 991A uh, and went back and forth. Of course, I was using not a stock microphone on the 991, but believe it or not, everybody that I talked to with it, um, and I did have conversations with three different people, um, they said that the uh, Elenco actually had a little bit better audio. So I don't know if my settings are wrong in the 991, but they said the audio was punchier and, and a little bit louder. So that's, that's definitely a win for the Elenco. It, it's very easy to use. Um, I, I think the buttons are large enough that um, they're easy to see, they're easy to read. So you can get to them without having to worry about hitting other buttons. And with the functions that it has, it doesn't have so many functions that it's, it's hard to find what you're looking for. So, Okay. This kind of couples in with um, the performance of it, too, because six meters is an interesting band, and I believe it's called the magic band, which means to tell me it's not always there, and sometimes it's, you know, hey, there it is, and everybody scurries to try to make a contact. So let's loop back in with the performance side. Uh, Eric, any luck with contacts? Contacts. I was not able to make any sporadic contacts, uh, like with sporadic E or E-skip or the magic where the magic happens. Um, I was able to, I had a mobile with me when I was driving. Um, there's seven or eight different repeaters in the areas I was driving. Uh, I was able to talk through five of those. One of them was with the repeater owner, um, down in Kansas city area, Topeka, Kansas city area. Um, we had a good, probably 30 minute QSO. Uh, and then, um, on the calling, I like them on the calling frequency. I just could not get anybody. I was hollering uh, CQ, CQ until my ears were bleeding and just turned the radio off. Uh, same thing when I had it at the house, rotate the beam around different directions and couldn't get anything. So uh, FM is probably pretty hard to do the skip on and six meters is pretty dead. <laughs> so as you said, but it was, I was able to talk to uh, a few scheduled contacts simplex and quite a few not scheduled through the repeaters where I was uh, mobile at driving through. So uh, it worked out pretty well. So Don, I, so, I guess we shouldn't do a six meter net, huh? For 100 Watts in a wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, a, I'm sorry, fellas. It's <laughs> funny. I don't know. You can be having net control for that. I do know that people will scurry when six meters or 10 meters opens up. Yeah. Everybody's, Go, goes for it but it's not always there for you uh in terms well, of our friend paul is a real fan of it so, so performance wise um for you it was really it's not a factor that you can you can even gauge i suppose no i guess all i'll say is you know hearing the testimony of the other fellows kind of what i would anticipate 
-hmm. and knowing that uh, I think Ken has a two meter band radio, you know, that, that says that it's probably a quality device. I just didn't have a chance to experience it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Ken, any uh, chance of making any contacts for you that were um, notable or did you struggle as well? Cause this band, it, it, it's a tricky one. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I was unable to make any spontaneous contacts. I tried through the repeaters that I could reach um, and, and tried calling um, numerous times for, for, you know, a good half hour each time on the, on the calling frequency and was unable to pick any, get anybody up. But um, I did make uh, a contact with uh, a schedule of contact. Actually, the first contact I made with um, a fellow ham who's a member of our club, and he's 32 miles away. And we were talking to each other on five watts. Hmm. I mean, it was it was. We can talk to each other on two meters, but it's it's 50 watts, and it's and it's kind of it's kind of rough. But I'll tell you, six meters was impressive. It was clear, and we used way less power. And I mean, it's to the point that at, we do a do we do a weekly two meter simplex in that in our club, and we're now discussing doing a weekly six meter net because wow. it seems to work very well. And most people have access to six meters. Uh, there's the GP15 is a very popular antenna in our area, so um, so yeah, we're we're thinking about using it more often. All right. Well, there you go, guys. We're, we're dealing with a product now that uh, is interesting because I want to get to, we're going to talk about the form factor and specifically, you know, under a 30-day review, I think, you know, having it and holding it and how does it operate function, how do the buttons feel, that kind of deal is all part of the durability of factor of radios. And at the $249.95 price point for a band that's kind of there or may not be there for you, these are things to think about. This is a cohort that got together to study this thing over 30 days. It's the Alinko DR06TA, and we're going to take a look at the uh, durability, the form factor. And uh, Eric, what did you think? Uh, this one's, I would say it's a very durable radio. It remind me, right out of the box, I thought, uh, this looks just like my uh, mil-spec Yaesu FT887 I bought a while back for dual band two meter 440 uh it's roughly the same size uh it was about four pounds uh the radio and um it's it's uh, got a huge heat sink metal heat sink uh metal covers um the bracket that comes with it is really good um the like so the only downside i would say is on the bottom it's got that plastic cover and I, the only reason i can think they have that is if you need to get into it for some reason, but the manual specifically says do not open it up and do anything with it. So uh, they, in my opinion, they could have just put another metal plate under there or something that made this, especially at that price point, made it a little bit more durable that way. But again, it doesn't uh, detract from, you could probably drive over this with your vehicle and uh, it would hold up. It's, it's uh, very, very rigid. Uh, heat sink and uh, pretty thick metal for the for the heat sink too. So um, the connector antenna connector is tucked way out of the way, so it's not like sticking out. One thing I really appreciated on this radio that I've missed on all my others is the microphone connector. I I, I 
don't like the RJ45 connectors. They all are RJ11s or whatever they're calling them, 22s. Uh, the, the little register jack ones like the telephone connector ones. Uh, this one has a, the, the multi-pin that you push in and screw on there and it stays on there. You could probably pull on that thing all day long and it will not come off. So I really appreciated that. That was, uh, again, a real good feature of the microphone. So that was, that was, I think, really increases its durability. Okay. Okay. Well, Don, uh, Kilo, Charlie Zero, Delta Whiskey, Zulu. Um, so form factor, how does it, how does it feel to you? Is it rugged being an engineer? I know you're the person they put the message underneath on the plastic part. Don't take it off. I'm sure you did. Maybe not, but they, they put it on for guys like you who want to get in there and, and right. uh, dig it. I guess it, it may uh, void your warranty when you do things like that. I don't know. Probably. But, yeah. but uh, how did it feel I, when, uh, you know, we said it was boxed up well, it came out sturdy radio for you, something that y yes or no, you liked it, didn't like it. What do you think? I, I did. I thought it was very well packaged, and I used to be a packaging engineer at one time in my career, so I can appreciate the attention to detail. I can't speak to why they put the plastic plate on, hmm. uh, but I agree with the microphone jack. That's definitely the way to go, especially in a mobile environment. Uh, it's a cute little thing. I don't know how else to describe it. it. It seems to pack a lot of punch for the size. You can tell it's durable. I thought it was a little interesting. Of course, this is going to go against durability if they did this. It does not have a detachable faceplate, which a lot of mobile radios do. So if you're looking to hide the unit somewhere else and just have the head uh, or face there, yeah, you're going to be disappointed. The flip side is it's so dang small, you can almost tuck it into a, a, a console or something. So I think it was well thought out and... Um, you know, I'm frankly interested in the two-meter version of it if I were going to get another radio. Okay, cool. Cool. Ken Kilo Echo 8 Hotel Zulu Zulu. Uh, durability, how's it feel in your hand? Is it rugged? Is it something you could toss in your truck? You feel like it's going to be all right? Or, or do you think you might break this thing? Yeah, I think it would, I think it would be fine. Um, the microphone is solid. And it feels good. It sounds good. Um, I like the, the the ease of use for the as far as the microphone. If you got to change frequencies or something with the, with the buttons, and it lights up really well, so you can see it well in the dark or whatever. Um, yeah, and and like they all said, it seems it seems like a really rugged, tough radio. The mounting bracket's pretty solid. Um, I kind of use it as a stand right now to keep it propped up. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't have any complaints there. The only thing that I would say is it gets pretty warm. So with it not having a fan on it, I, I'd be a little concerned mounting it in some kind of a little cubby or something that doesn't have really good airflow because it, it might it might melt something else down. Right. But um, but yeah, it um, it's it's a really nice solid radio. I I would have no problems putting this in my vehicle, um, in my work truck if I if I had a a six meter antenna to use it with. Okay. Good to know. This is the part of the 30-day review that many people are super interested in. They love the performance. They want to get to that pros and cons because, as I mentioned, the Elenco DR06TA, $249.95, and I'm just looking at HRO because they've got it in. You could get it today if that's something you're into. They're not sponsors of the show. You could look at DX Engineering. 
Gigaparts, wherever you enjoy buying your gear, they may have it. But we're talking about 250 ducats here. So that's, a that's you know, and I'm going to ask the fellas. I want to see, uh, you know, if that's something they would uh, spend their money on for this. Um, so, Eric, November Zero, Number Yankee, zero, Yankee Echo, Echo, Tango. Tango. Pros and cons. Um, pros, for sure, the microphone. Um, it, it reminds me it's not quite as big as what the AC used to call the Mr. Potato Head mic. But it is. It fits well in your hand. It has all the functions. It lights up. It does all that. Um, the audio pro. Another pro. The audio is really good with it. It uh, you can hear it real well. I put an external speaker in it, and it was just marginally better than than the speaker that comes with it. It's got a good. Looks like a four inch, I think, speaker on it. Uh, sounds very good. Um, the display is is very bright which you can dim and everything if you need to, it looks great. Um, I really appreciated that when they included in the packaging, they put in a very generous, I think it was 12 foot length of double fused cable. Uh, I believe it was 10 gauge cable, maybe 12, to uh, run, run into the vehicle if you wanted to. And that was very nice. Uh, the cons, uh, there aren't too many. I really like this radio. Um, at this price point, I would have liked to have seen options for maybe the tricolor display. Uh, my Yesu had that, and I liked, I preferred the green instead of the amber, but I would have liked to have seen at this price point being able to switch between them. Um, the other con, which uh, may spoil the, uh, the cliffhanger they were talking about, was the uh, alarm. This radio has an alarm in it, which is what that uh, cable he's talking about. Uh, maybe he can talk about that a little or something. But if you, I hooked it up, and we can talk about that later here um, if you'd like. But it, it does have an alarm where if this cable gets broken, whatever, pulled, yanked, radio emits a uh, loud, it's not real loud, but uh, a loud tone annoying like a car alarm type thing oh man yeah anyway that was would i spend 259 dollars 249 dollars to purchase it probably not because of the six meter fm only mode um and as they said it's really hard to find in the magic band the contacts so that's my two cents worth Uh, Don, uh, Kilo Charlie Zero, Delta Whiskey, Zulu, pros and cons of this. And, uh, you know, $250, you know, let us know how you feel about that, too. Pros and cons, what do you think? So I, I like the looks of it, the appearance. It's easy to read. It's easy to use. It's small, all those good things. It appears to be durable. Uh, I think it works reasonably well to the extent that I could verify that. The only cons I really have would be what we said. The U.S. market doesn't seem to really demand six-meter radios, at least not in my area. Um, if I had to buy this radio for six meters, I would not. If I was looking for a two-meter or if they had a two-meter, 70-centimeter radio in a similar price range, I would definitely look at it as an option. Uh, I, I think it's a quality device. This particular one is just not suited for me in my situation. 
Makes sense. Uh, Ken, same question. Kilo Echo 8 Hotel, Zulu, Zulu. I know you had some pro- uh, some cons that you mentioned a little earlier with the manual, but uh, tell us what you think about this, pros and cons, and, and would you buy it with your money, $250? Well, you know, the pros are probably a lot of the same thing that they've already mentioned. It's, it's easy to use. Um, the screen's bright. It seems very solid. Um, it sounds good. The audio quality seems to be really good on it. So those are all definite, you know, pluses for it. Um, the cons as I see it is one that the one that's already been mentioned was the head doesn't attach. If I was going to mount this in, in my vehicle, I really don't have, even though it's, it is a pretty small radio. I'm not sure I really have a good place to mount it where I can see it, but it's kind of out of the way too. Um, my work truck has a center console in it and I really just don't have a whole lot of real estate to mount a full radio other than under the seat and then bring the faceplate up and put it someplace, you know, someplace out of the way. Um, I did notice, and, and this isn't a huge deal breaker, but I did notice it doesn't have a reverse function, at least not that I found. So if you're wanting to see if you can talk to somebody simplex while you're on a repeater, you can't listen to the input. Uh, without you know going through and changing some some major settings um again it gets a little warm so that's kind of a a con um and one thing i did find interesting was it'll transmit in the data portion so you've got to kind of watch where you're at and make sure you're you know you're transmitting someplace you can now i'm sure the reason why it'll transmit there is is for the the tnc which i did not get a chance to try because it doesn't come with one and I don't have one uh, to hook in outside right now. So it might be a great radio for data. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to try that. Um, so those are kind of the, the downside along with the fact that um, six meters is just not a popular band. Um, if I was looking for a six meter only radio or six meter FM only radio, I would buy it. But I'm not really in the market for that. So at this point, I would have to say no. I agree with them. It would be nice if it had some other modes. So that way it would be a little bit more versatile. All right. We are going to, uh, let's go back over to Eric. November Zero, Yankee Echo Tango. This is the portion where I need to get the overall rating. We're going from 5.5 five to 5.9. Eric, what happens here? Uh, unlike on a contest where everything is 5.9, <laughs> um, I would give it a 5.8, I'd say, because um, most... Everything functioned very well, very durable, everything. Overall, I'd say a 5.8. Okay, fair enough. Don, if this thing heats up now. You live in a real cold place. It's cold for long times. Is that is that a benefit to you? Uh, what do you think, 5.5 five to 5.9? Yeah, it could be. It could be a seat warmer. Yeah, notwithstanding that I don't have use for a 6-meter radio, I would say based on the radio's other utility, it would be a... Uh, a five eight, five seven, five eight. Just I can't use it very well, so it's of little value to me in that regard. But um, I think it's a good radio, and I think it would probably be worth the price if there were uses for it. Seat warmer. Think about that one. That might that yeah, may work you for you. Uh, Ken Kilo Echo Eight Hotel Zulu Zulu. Um, same situation, five five to five nine. We're letting the people know. I mean, just to, uh, the more we talk about it, I think that that one band option 
you know, that that is a little hard for me, too. And at that price point, I, I can say I wouldn't be. But I know people are addicted to, to the bands that they love. And this is a radio for somebody. Um, so we can we can only get the dual of it as being a seat warmer for Don in Minnesota, where it's cold almost all the time. And six meters. Where do you fall on the uh, the overall rating? Five five to five nine. Well, I would say as an overall rating, um, judging it uh, on as it's designed and and what it's built to do, I would say I'd give it a five eight because it does six meters. I feel very well. It's got good audio. It's it's got good um, you know audio on transmit and receive. So it's it's you know just all the things that we've talked about already. So I would definitely give it a, a solid five eight for what it's designed for. Beautiful. Well, there you have it, friends. The Alinko DR zero six TA. It is a six meter FM mobile transceiver, two hundred forty nine ninety five. We could probably shop around and get it a little bit cheaper. I learned today that, uh, you know, having one band, that's cool for me on an antenna, but I don't know. I think I really do need options when it comes to being able to work other bands, especially with six meters being so finicky. It's in, it's out. Then again, there are people who just love the magic band and would, you know, benefit from this. And I think the guys gave a really fair evaluation of the pros and cons between the, uh, it has good audio, it's sturdy. You know, they give you all the, the factors there, but look around, shop around. You might be able to get a good price if you're totally into one band or one mode in your uh, your radios. So there you go. My thanks to Eric, November Zero, Yankee Echo, Tango, Don, Kilo Charlie, Zero, Delta Whiskey, Zulu, Ken, Kilo Echo, Eight, Hotel, Zulu, Zulu. This was a cohort for this 30-day review. I'm very happy and uh Proud that we could send this out there uh, for them and to give them some uh, an opportunity to give you, our community, some honest feedback so you can decide if this is something that you might want to explore a little bit deeper. There you go. Visit 100wattsandawire.com. Get yourself a 100-watt ID. And when we do things like this, you will be qualified. You'll also be added to the mailing list. So we'd love to have you there. Okay, friends, don't just look good. Try to go out there and do good, be good. Uh, so, uh, and if you can, by all means, please try and stay above the noise. 7-3, y'all. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.